welcome to episode number two of the Rich and the Neil show. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, this is the second one. Uh, enjoy. Let's get into it. Let's go. Hey, uh, stay tuned because later on in the show, we're going to uh, hopefully Michael Cowan's going to be here and we're going to interview him. Yeah. Um, that'd be good. We can ask him about what he does, what he likes, what he dislikes. Uh, just get to know him a little better. That'd be nice. I hope, don't want to slip up and say anything wrong, though, because, God. You've heard about what's been going on with Russell Brand and that, haven't you? Yes, and we're more professional than that. Uh, we're much not. more. Okay, well, yeah. happened. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Which one is better? Which one is the best? We take two different things and we put them to the test. Which one will we like? Which one will we hate? It's just a bit of fun. A pointless debate. Hey, it's the segment of the podcast where we discuss what's better this week. Um, this week we're going to be doing uh, t-shirts or shirts. And I think if you know us, <laughs> I think you'll uh, be able to decide which side of the fence each of us yeah, is going to fall on. T-shirts. Shirts. <laughs> t-shirts. Shirts. Shirts are boring. Shirts, I think, lift you slightly higher than people with t-shirts. <laughs> shirts people with shirts are trying too hard because deep down in their soul they know that they haven't got it going on i think yeah i do well i can yeah i wear look i wear shirts a lot of the time as everyone out there will know and they make me feel good about myself <laughs> whereas otherwise i cry <laughs> Whereas I feel the need to outwardly express the things that interest me, such <laughs> as um, clowns throwing up rainbows and uh, fridges running with big smiles on their face. Yeah, I think, see, I'd go for a badge approach because I can wear my t sh- my sh- shirt with a badge that says, how I'm Shirts rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Down with t-shirts. <laughs> That's it. So I think I, I just think t-shirts are more expressive. Okay, I, most maybe, maybe I'm being unfair to the shirt because hmm. if they were better designed, you know, if there's a bit more variety in the shirt world, it's quite possible. Yeah, I've got wonky pockets. You do have wonky <laughs> pockets on that shirt, but it's stripes. It's just stripes. <laughs> stripes with a wonky pocket does not make it the man. Okay, I need to get some uh, some some logos and stuff. Logo? No, That's not really good. logos. Statements. Um, statements. Yeah. Uh, uh, comic visual puns. What's the shirt that? Uh, what's the the t shirt that Andy wears with the um band about the bands? Oh, um, Music? he, he listens to bands that don't even exist. Exist yet? yet. I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. Made me laugh. I like it. I um, brightening your world with this t-shirt. Yeah, and I do which think you can say you and shirt. Andy. I do look forward to yeah your latest sh- t-shirt, and I mean that's uh, that says it all, really, doesn't it? You don't look forward to me going. Oh, what what shirts are you going to be wearing? <laughs> well, sometimes today? I do. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. when I know that you're coming round or I'm going down to Cardiff, I think, oh man, I can't wait to see what shirt he's wearing. Is it the white one? Is it just that one? <laughs> that is it you the stripy one with the wonky, <laughs> wonky pockets? pockets. <laughs> that's it. Oh uh, well, um, is it that one with the doodle on the sort of the side <laughs> the and the back? Oh yeah, I've got uh, yeah. There's a shirt that I have that's got um, a sort of red. It's a woman's like face on the bottom like corner over my uh hip and it's uh because it's red and it's just a little bit of it people some people have accused me of, of, of wondered if i was all right and maybe it was bleeding <laughs> from the back of my from my back 
Um, it's not, I'm fine. It's just a logo, I think, of the T-shirt. A design. Um, I think we're pretty divided on this one, aren't we? I think we? so. I don't There's think we're going to settle this this I, week. I do. I completely respect the T-shirts. And I have many T-shirts. I did buy a uh, threadless T-shirt in your, with, you bought three, didn't you? And I got in on one. So, yeah, I do like T-shirts. Well, in, in the sense of in the um, things of being amicable, I you know I, I like a shirt. I like a good shirt. You know, I've got quite a few um, shirts along yeah. the sort of the musical cowboy theme. That's most it, of my yeah. shirts, the Ryan Adams. Yeah, thing. yeah, they go along that line, and um, I do enjoy the shirt. I think the thing that holds me back from shirts is the ironing. I'm rubbish at ironing shirts. Oh, I don't iron them, um, <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell. Um, yeah, I I tend to iron down to the elbow and then roll the sleeves up. Because yeah. that bit around the cuff, no, oh, you can't just, do that. It's just not possible, is it? Yeah, no, I, I, that is a problem with, uh, with t-shirts, um, with shirts rather. But I, um, I just tend to hang them up. Anyway, this is getting dumb. <laughs> talking about this, I think that um, the other thing I've just thought, just thought about why I wear t-shirts, is you know, as I'm getting on in age a little bit, the belly starts to stick out, and I find that um, that a shirt. Um, that's got chocolate on it from that cupcake. A shirt that has buttons, a t- a, you know, like most of them. Yeah. Um, tends yeah. to, uh, <laughs> that was a very rather high pitched um, <laughs> noise thing from you then. Um, let's continue the interview or the discussion like that. So, so, okay, my, so uh, I got to... You were saying about buttons on shirts. <laughs> well, it hides my gut, you see. And uh, makes I, me look a bit slimmer. I, I disagree because... I find that a shirt with buttons, the buttons will gape and show <laughs> off that you are indeed putting on weight. Whereas a t-shirt is all one piece of material, so it may give a little bit more and it doesn't look like it's about to burst open <laughs> with the weight of your immense gut yeah. putting pressure on it. Yeah, I understand. I'm glad you agree. I think that um, so what we learned from that is that... Uh, T-shirts have uh, logos and statements about things, and shirts have gaping buttons. I I think shirts do have gaping buttons, and that is why I do not wear them. Okay, then let's the end. Let's end this segment now. This is the end. Though. We have gone a bit too far with this. I think we should end it. Let's go. Bye. Bye. Which one is better? Which one is the best? We take two different things and we put them to the test. Which one will we like? Which one will we hate? It's just a bit of fun. A pointless debate. Okay, uh, it's time to show everybody who hasn't heard it and. Everybody who has heard it, um, just enjoy it again. It's the uh, Dead Man's Ball song. That's right. It's a firm favourite of everyone who hasn't heard it. And mildly liked by those who have. <laughs> That's right. It's right. So the back backstory to this is... It's a brand new sport that we invented um, for... Three, some, four summers ago? Four, maybe four years ago, yeah. Um, it's played on a beach... Involving two concentric circles. That's not even the right word for it. What's a concentric circle? I don't know. I've made a fool of myself. <laughs> the circles that get uh, bigger and bigger. Around and then there's like a the little middle. circle in a big circle. Yeah. And there's two. those two circles are next to each other. Yeah. And the two big circles overlap. That's right. This is, com- this is too complicated for people to understand. Uh, it's a really okay. simple game. Yeah. Really. Okay, basically... 
we draw some circles on a beach. They've got different point system, different points attached to each uh, each circle, each circles. zone. Yeah, and because the inner circle, that's the dead area. That's it. That's the dead man. That's the dead zone. That's the yeah. that's the uh, that was, and then inside that, there's a ditch. Yep. For the ball, just just the right size for a ball to fall in, or a football, right? So this game is a mix <laughs> yeah, between football. Just <laughs> yeah. the right size for a ball to fall into. <laughs> oh god! It. Oh my ball! Um, Pop it back out. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so it's it's a cross, isn't it? Game between um, football. Yep. Golf. Yep. Darts. There's an element of darts in there, I suppose. I think that's pretty it, isn't it? Really. So anyway, we yeah we got together um, this game one summer board. It turned into just a phenomenon. Basically, we couldn't get enough of this game, um, and uh, basically, a song was inspired from playing the yeah, game. Yeah, playing playing the game. Um, the out of the game emerged the song "Dead Man's Balls," um, a sea shanty of sorts. Hmm. It was um, fitting, wasn't it? Because it is a beach. We were playing it down the beach. Um, we had this pirate sort of thing theme there's a, there's running a pirate that, vibe that, going a gen, on that summer general... that was the, i remember it well that was the summer of the pirate vibe that was it people were walking down the streets with eye patches on and uh, i remember that god that tri-corner leather hats that's it so anyway let's um play this song and uh everybody enjoy it here See it is button down that mainsail matey we're going ashore. That's right, you heard me. We're going ashore. <laughs> tell you a story. A tragic story of mutiny and betrayal. And it goes a little bit like this. In 1762, Sailing across the seven seas Captain Blacker and his fearless crew Their enemies at their knees Scurvy sea dogs full of rum Salty and horny on land Raping mermaids just for fun And ragged brutal gang Yo-ho The tale of a dead man's balls Yo-ho Tale of a dead man's balls. What are you doing there? Swap that deck, I tell Steve. They stumbled across a Cornish cove somewhere on the coast. Looking for a treasure trove of riches fit to boast. They searched the east and they searched the west, digging night and day. But they couldn't find their treasure chest Someone had to pay Yo-ho The tale of dead man's balls Yo-ho The tale of a dead man's balls What? We've run out of sea biscuits Ah, oh, but ah oh. Well, Blackless crew They rounded him And Carhart led the cry the captain, he stole all the gold Now Captain Black must die They found a blade and they ran him through Blackler had a fall His crew, well they chopped him up They even took his balls Yo-ho, tale of dead man's balls Yo-ho, 
It's head up dead man's balls Oi, matey Put down that squid, that's disgusting They buried his balls within the dunes And as for his bones They dropped them all into that locker Belonging to Davy Jones Now it's said when you play a game Of football on the shore You kick it deep into the ground And shout out to dead man's balls Yo-ho A tale of dead man's balls Yo-ho A tale of a dead man's balls Well that's the story of dead man's balls My hearties A sad one, but a good one But hey, let's sing it again, shall we? Yo-ho, the tale of dead man's ball Yo-ho, the tale of dead man's balls Yo-ho, the tale of dead man's ball Yo-ho, the tale of dead man's balls felt good. Numb. And go off and rape some mermaids. Yar. Classic. That's going to go down in history, that song. That has number one written all over it. <laughs> yeah, we should send it into uh, Top of the Pops, but that doesn't exist anymore. So um, CD UK it is. That's the one. It's, uh, I remember writing that in... Um, Actually, I was supposed to be doing my end of year like, dissertation, and I was up all night. And I think I record, I, I recorded it rather, at uh, at something like four o'clock in the morning, something like that. Time singing, well spent. Singing like a pirate in my flat on my own. The, I'm sure the uh, people in the other flats were just you know, going going nuts over that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good. That I think those those lyrics, the final lyrics, were submitted by Mr. Andrew Tip to me via email. Um, because we all were shoving in different ideas and then I think he put the final lyrics down and uh, yeah and I remember I had a sore throat after that it was crazy um, yeah good stuff good stuff let's uh, move on we said earlier that Michael Cowan was going to be here and we are going to interview him well unfortunately he hasn't turned up so um, we've got his number and we're going to give him a ring okay. so um and, And this is Neil Carhart. You're meant to be on my show, mate. I'm I'm here with Richard Meverell. I could do the in- an- interview to your answer phone. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Cow- Michael Cowan. Oh, don't call him Cowan. That's really bad manners. I apologise, Michael. He's an idiot. I said, I said, Michael Cowan. Look, Michael Cowan. I've got respect for you, your lineage, and your progeny. Never let that be questioned. <laughs> don't hint. I wasn't hinting. <laughs> Why did that come across as a hint? Because you know what you did. That wasn't a hint. <laughs> he <laughs> fucked your granddaughter. Uh, 
Nancy's answer phone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologise, Aunt Michael. I, I apologise. I can't help it. You were talking about it, and it was in my head. I apologise. I got excited. What can I say? Just came out. Right, you wait till I come on your show. Michael Count, I did not do nothing with Georgina. Oh, no. I revealed I know her name. Oh, no. It's a disaster. <laughs> abort, abort. Put the phone down. I'll do, I'll do one better than that. Resign. resign. We're resigning. He doesn't even have a granddaughter. That's right. Just resign. I'm going home now. Movies. Oh, the movies. We talk about movies we've seen. Movies. Oh, the movies. Talking about movies we've seen. Go. Yep. So I noticed that on the Facebook group, Shell doubted the existence of a screenplay that me and Andrew wrote. Yeah. And I thought to um, prove that it did exist, yeah. we could enact mm-hmm. a excerpt okay. from I- the screenplay, which I've got here on my laptop. I have thought that maybe this was a myth. It myself. really exists, and I haven't just written it today because Rich can verify that there are some ninety pages. I'm, I'm looking pages at it now. It's quite a big it. screenplay. It's, it's ninety uh, minutes, like ninety yeah. pages. Yeah, um, about a page a minute. That's how the professionals gauge time right, okay. in the screenplay. No, it definitely is there. He's been doing this. If uh, not just me, Mr. Tip and had Tip. some serious involvement. Probably, so, probably you know, seventy thirty me. But yeah. No, okay. No, no, seventy thirty him. <laughs> Although his was majority rubbish. No, no, his was excellent. It was all excellent. His was much better than mine. I'm sure um, you both did an equal amount of brilliance. I think Let's... we did. We also did an equal amount of shit. But, whoops, sorry. <laughs> oh. Apologise. That'll be bleeped anyway. We'll bleep it. So my apology will be meaningless. Okay, yeah. let's hear some of this. Yeah, let's hear it. So, um, uh, do you want to pick a page at random, and then I'll vet the page to make sure <laughs> that it's readable. All right, let's go for uh, let's go for page sixty six. Sixty six. I'm scrolling to page sixty six now. Forty two. Dead air. Just bear with me a second. I scroll to page sixty six. Sorry, I'll sing something. Oh, baby, baby, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby, baby, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, baby. Now I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right. And then when it comes around, and I say, Hold on, baby, we're gonna do it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling dead air, feeling it right now. Feeling dead. I got to page 66 ages ago. I tried to see how that ended. <laughs> I got a um, unfortunately, though, I think page I felt 66. I like Ricky Gervais during that I... uh, <laughs> Diana <laughs> <Yeah>. concert. <laughs> Do the dance. Um, I'm doing it. I think page 66 is rubbish, though. Okay, next one, 67. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, not rubbish, just probably not really readable. Go. No, Neil's just vetting well. the page. All these pages are pretty just full of swearing. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. And uh, as this is a family show, right. we have to... Uh, we I'm have come to down do to 71. I still haven't found anything clean enough to we read could, out. We could have been professional about this and sorted all this out early, but uh, it's just building suspense. You can't wait. 
72. I'm telling you, folks, this is going to be worth the wait. When he's finally got this together. The problem is, one of the characters works in a call centre that sells sex toys. And Rich managed to pick, like, ten pages that include discussions. I'm sorry, I didn't know this. I haven't read this before. Um... I think we should just stop this. Probably, yeah. Just let. Right, we'll Join just us talk. in a second when I'll have found an excerpt. Yeah, and it really will just reading. be a second, even though it'll probably take him about ten minutes. I'm going to have to read the whole thing now and find something. <laughs> right. I've decided to sing an interlude because he's taking so long. Let's go. This is a little song, a little interlude. I hope that it will be clean and fun and not foul and rude. Sally Ann, she was a friend of mine. Sally Ann, she was a friend of mine. I don't know what the significance is of my friend Sally Ann. But all I know is that she had a really big hand. One big old hand? Yes, one big old hand. Sally Hand. <laughs> Alright, so have you, found, is this, have you found a page now? Yep, I'm going to read from page 45, which I picked specifically because it's a retelling of a much uh, admired story, a folk story um, that happened to someone that we know right. he's going to remain nameless the character okay. is called Jack I think Jack. I know who this is yeah. uh, don't say <laughs> see who it is the character is called Jack I'm going to play the role of Jack Right. Um, and Richard is going to play all the oh. other roles Okay. Right. I'll have a, okay. Um, he's going to play the roles of Ryan do your Ryan voice so people know um, ok so Ryan's going to be ok chaps let's do this ok G-Man Oh, here we go. Dickie. <laughs> and James. Did you, uh, you right? You're not going to even remember those, are you? I, uh, this is all coming out the top of my head, folks. Okay, here we go. So, Forgive uh, me if let's I read, cock up you know, voices. Uh, I'll read a little bit and I'll stop when I think um, it's gone on far too long or it's getting a little bit racy. Okay. <clears throat> this. Jack, so the scene. This is mid-scene, but I'll start from here. Um, right, gather round, kids, for you shall be in amazement by this fascinating and chilling, yes, chilling tale. It all started uh, last Friday evening, so I went out for dinner with some old uni mates to say goodbye before I joined the world of work. We were sat in the restaurant, you know, having a good time, and there's this like Hispanic-looking girl who kept looking over at me. Here we go. What? Well, yeah, but, you know, she was with her parents, so I wasn't really going to do anything. Really? I would have thought you had just asked them to join in. You're thinking of Rachel. Rachel looks at him with a mixture of confusion and disapproval. Anyway, my mate Sally was all, you know, she's egging me on to ask this girl out. So I said, look, I'm going to go to the toilet. If they're still here when I come back, maybe, you know, I'll give her my number or something. But, you know, I'm going to go to the toilet. Anyway, so... Off I go. When I come back, they're just leaving. Um, did you go for a shit of G-length proportions? No. Um, I, they, you know, they're just going. So I was like, oh, oh well, you know, never mind to Sally. But she's uh, she's already written my number down on a napkin. She's going, go on, just, just follow them, just follow them. So 
Um, I followed them out the door, down the street, catch up with them. <laughs> Legendary. And I stop and say, excuse me, sorry, you know, I, I saw you in the restaurant and I saw you looking at me and I wondered if you wanted to go for a drink sometime. So, so that's how it's done. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, she doesn't speak. The, the mum speaks. And she says, I'm sorry, but uh, she does not speak very good English. I will uh, take your number and explain it to her, and maybe she will give you a call, okay? I'm thinking, oh, shit, this isn't what I was expecting. But, you know, she's probably not going to call if she doesn't speak any English. <laughs> Crazy! Have you heard from her since? Well, the next day, the very next day, I'm at home, the phone rings. My dad calls me to the phone. And it's the bloody mother on the phone because Sally's written down my home phone number. No way! Hilarious! So there's the mother on the phone. She says, Hello, it is me from last night. I explained to my daughter and she would very much like to go for a date with you. I will come and translate. You're kidding. What did you say? Oh, you know, I felt really bad. You didn't. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. This this, this is legendary literally legendary. <laughs> the stage directions that Richard there was to almost cry with suppressed laughter. I did my best. Do you want to read the line again with your almost crying with suppressed laughter? <laughs> oh my god. This is just literally legendary. I did. Brilliant. Just brilliant. Where did you go? To the Green Shield. <laughs> with the mother? Yep, with the mother. Is she fit? She is not. <laughs> well, um, a good night? Uh, let's just say it was weird. Really? All the dates I go out with bring their mothers to translate. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, but there were weirder things that happened. Uh, she kept saying that her daughter was very special all night. Ew, overprotective mother. Awkward. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, Let's leave it there. I think we should leave it there, man. To find out what happens next. <laughs> Wait till 2038 when Homesick will be hitting a theatre near you. So that's, that's. Hey, Michelle, that's it. That's proof of the proof is in the pudding. There is a big ass script here that. Uh, Neil and Andrew have been uh, working on, so that was the section from it. That's good. That's the first I've heard of that, really. And um, good. I'm looking Glad forward to seeing it. it. I enjoyed your voices immensely. Yeah, they were uh, interesting. Um, things like you know, I don't really know what I'm doing because I don't really know what the characters are like. But no. hey, hey, I've, I've got an impression for you. Okay. Um, all right, I'll do an impression, and you see if you can guess who the impression's of. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I can't speak in this impression. I can just make the noise this person makes. Okay. Am I guessing who this is? You're guessing who it is. Yeah. Do it. Okay. <laughs> um. Wow. Uh. Is, <laughs> is this a ah? Uh, is this this is a Simpsons character no. of any kind? Um. They're on TV. Blimey. Um. It's a cartoon character. <laughs> that was rubbish. I'm gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> I don't know. Give us more of a clue. More of a clue. I would if I could say something like this person, but I can't. It seems like trying like she's speaking the voice. It goes to pop. It's a it's a comedy. As, uh, as in it's a it's a no. cartoon. Is it a cartoon? Uh, nope. It's a program. It's a real program. Right. Okay. Got. I'm getting a prop. All right. I'm completely flabbergasted. If, if anybody programs. can guess this. Okay. I'm gonna. Um, you can't see the prop, but. Right. Ah, right. Ah, uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Neil's just got a check, um, as in a bank check from across the road, from across his room, and proceeded to hand it to me. <laughs> we don't want to give you that. Ah, uh, there it is. That's a good one, Chris Tarrant. What a gig! What a good, that's a good impression. I like it. We hope you enjoyed the show and you'll listen again. And even though it's time to go, don't hesitate to listen again. Please, won't you, please, won't you, please, listen again, listen again, listen again. Just listen again, all right? That's good. I really like that bit where um, you said the thing that was really funny. Yeah, I'd like that bit as well. Because I am funny. Um, that was really enjoyable. <laughs> that was one of the highlights of the podcast for me, and it was full of some other stuff that was pretty good as well, wasn't it? It was full of. It was just awesome. It's just awesome, isn't it? Really, I can't. I don't think there's anything better in the world than our podcast. I'm, in fact, I think uh, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, we got a number. Yep. The number for the you, waffle box, as always. The number is oh eight four five one two six five one double six. Uh huh. Oh eight four five. One two six five one double six. Calls of course two pence per day. Two pence per day. That'd be amazing value. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. Uh, two, <laughs> two, two pence per minute during the day. Half a penny a minute evenings and weekends. That's rather good deal. I think no one can uh, dispute that. That is incredible value for money. I agree, Rich. That's incredible value for money. In fact. <laughs> At that price, <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> and we also have an email address. The email is, address: um, the Rich and the Neil Show, show at, at googlemail.com. That address again: the, the Rich and, and the, the Neil show, show at googlemail.com. Come. All right. Leave us a message on the Facebook um, group, and if you're a member of that, uh, or send us an email. And yeah, send us if you if you ring in as always, we'll feature you on the show. So um, we'll see you hear you. You'll hear us next time. Bye 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 even though it's time to go, don't hesitate to listen again. Please, won't you, please, won't you, please, listen again, listen again, listen again. Just listen again, all right?